Welcome to the Set Yourself Free podcast, real stories of women who went from feeling like they'd never make it in the online space to creating way more money and freedom. I'm your host, Carrie Beach, owner of Set Yourself Free. I'm a life and success coach that empowers women to make more money, live happier and more fulfilled lives, and make a much bigger impact on this planet. We all have different versions of what freedom means, and I'm here to help you unlock your perfect version of it. Join us for season four, where you will hear 16 women's behind the scene look at what it actually takes to have a profitable online business. Through their stories, you will know that you are not alone and that shame only grows in secret. These women will give you the courage, the tools, and the permission you need to step into your power and create the business of your dreams. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. So excited to be here. My name is Cara Baroni, or my alter ego is Cara Barone. No one can get my name right, and I've lived in England and now Sydney, and so that's my other name, Cara. I find it much classier. But I am a consultant at LinkedIn by day, by night, and every other waking second. I am a business coach, strategist, and clarity mentor, and I specifically help corporate women um, really find their voice and go create, grow, and scale their online business while they're juggling their nine to five. Yay! I'm so happy that you are here. So I'm so happy to be here, guys. Carrie and I met in Bali after being best friends online and just chatting back and forth via Facebook Messenger. So that's how uh, how our friendship started and really flourished. And then it was sealed with a tattoo. (laughs) Sealed in ink. (laughs) We really wanted to share a needle, but we didn't do that. So we don't share blood. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, okay. So uh, let's talk about comparisonitis and how that has or continues to show up in your business. Yes. Let's talk about it. So I find comparisonitis has not just shown up in my business, but in my life because it's never just our business, right? Like whatever is really showing up in our business has been these deep rooted issues our entire life. So I've noticed over the years from, I don't even know what age I always wanted the next thing right? Whether it was another 10 pounds, more tone, um, travel to the next place, get the next job. You know, there was always more. I was living this life of the grass is always greener. Mm. And I noticed whenever I would get the thing, I wasn't actually, I was like, oh, cool. I did the thing. I got the thing. I got the dream job, dream career, dream body, whatever. But then I wanted more or the next thing and the next thing. And I was never really satisfied. Um, I think Christine Hassler says she has a book called um, The Happiness Hangover, and it really described it for me. And so I noticed that same thing was happening in my business, right? I was like looking for the grass is always greener, and I was comparing myself, okay, when I get the first client, then I want the 20K. Like, why was that not all happening at once? And I wasn't really enjoying the journey. I always wanted the next thing, and then comparing myself to everyone around me instead of really staying in my own lane. So that is something that I've now really been able to like label and identify and say, oh, I'm doing that thing again. And just knowing that I'm doing the thing and like watching it, catching it and changing it. Mm. 
And I find that that is exactly what it is, like right before we started recording, right, talking about this in terms of we don't necessarily completely outgrow our patterns and what our things are. We just are more self-aware and we get to a point where we can be more objective about what's actually happening. And then we can use our tools to work through that versus feeling like there's something wrong with me. I'm comparing again, which is just like the biggest BS trap of like, you're never going to compare again. And once you reach this like certain level in your life and business, like you're now enlightened or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, and that's why I like the phrase, another level, another devil. It's true. Like the mindset things are always there. They become even more amplified if we don't address them, take care of them. And every level we grow in our business. And I'm sure like in other phases of our life too, you're so right that they're still there, but we can say like, oh, I've seen you before, old friend. It's time to go away. <laughs> yes. I, it, and it's um, just like a different outfit. It's funny because this phrase showed up like twice this week in conversations I was having with clients and other people of like, oh yeah, it's just wearing a different outfit, but it's the same. And I was like, I love that. I do like that. I haven't heard that one. Yeah. So is there something you would say to someone that is maybe really in the depths of comparisonitis and you know maybe doesn't have the profitable business that they want yet? And some things you would say to that person? Yeah, I think for me, it's always, and my clients as well, it's always going back to what you do have versus what you don't. Because no matter where you are in your business or life, you can always look at what you don't have and want and want and want. Instead of saying, okay, you know what? I don't have maybe the multiple six-figure business right now that all my friends have or talking about whatever. But what I do have is... I do have a client. I do have a strategy. I do have, you know, um, whatever's going well in your life. And I just remember bringing it back to a very like personal health journey with myself when I lost, like it's a longer story, but I lost uh, a lot of my health and everything that I had known for so long. And I had to really go back to, and this, again, I know it's cliche and talked about all the time, but it's like that gratitude thing when I couldn't work out Um, I had to go back to being like, wow, I can walk today. Thank you for this step. Thank you for that step. And like, it was going even to the, to those extremes. Right. So I really do think it's, it's going back to stop focusing and complaining and being the victim of what you don't have right now. Look at what you do have, look at the gratitude there. And also know that like, it is a journey that there's all this like misconception that all of a sudden you wake up and you make 10 figures and you do nothing. (laughs) (laughs) but like you have no idea what other people's stories and journeys are and what they've done what they haven't done and just everything like looks can really be you know deceiving and I think it's it's stop comparing yourself to all these other people look at you your skill sets your strengths stay in your lane and then just be really really grateful for the things that you have and the journey that you get to experience it yeah which is such the magic thing if there is one. And yet it can be so hard when you're in that spiral. And I never ever want to like downplay how hard that is. But I also am like, this is how you take your power back. You step into it in that way by saying, I have choice over what I focus on. I have choice over if I see the good in this situation or not. Like that is always, always, always within our control. 
It's so true. I just remember probably last year at this time, all of my friends that I was in a mastermind group with or whatever, um, that I was surrounded with or comparing myself to on like Instagram or whatnot. And I'm like, how, how is it so easy that they open up their mouth and 50 K like just shoots into it. Right. Like all of a sudden (laughs) they have hundreds of people on their email list. I'm like, I'm saying the same thing. And now when I look at it, I'm like, wow, that was so victim mode of me, right? Like how them, why them? And I'm like, why not me? And I'm just, I haven't learned the lesson I need to learn yet. Or maybe I haven't done the other things that they've done before yet. And instead of, you're so right, instead of like kind of being victim and giving away your power, really taking that and just say, wow, but I have all these skill sets. I have all these things that are working for me. And really looking at solutions. And if you have, yeah, there, of course, like if you're not making that 50K when you open your mouth, they're, they're, it's coming. But what are the solutions instead of, oh, why her, not me? Yeah. And what I find is really helpful, like if we're ever in that comparison place that's not helpful, because I think there's a really healthy place of seeing what's possible um, in the like comparison realm. But it's that whole notion of just really being able to flip that switch to, oh my gosh, if she was able to do this, like that means it is possible for me. And anytime you're like having that negative charge around it, like when we can choose to actively flip that, it gets so much better and we feel better too. Cause like, it never feels good to like compare yourself to someone else and then feel shitty. You're like, why am I actually doing this? Right. And then you become like jealous of your friends and then you're mad at yourself for being jealous of your friends when you should be happy for them. Then that whole thing becomes a cycle as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so it's not the easiest of work to do. None of the like mindset inner work ever is, but I'm always like, it's the stuff that matters at the end of the day. Like, eh. yeah. Yeah. Because it will keep showing up in your life and your business until you learn that lesson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could not agree more. <laughs> I hate to say it. We all hate to know that, but it's the truth, but it really is. So how do you feel like you navigate it now? You just like catch it and you have your tools to be able to flip it. Yeah, I catch it, but you know what? I also purposely only consume things that make me feel better. So if my friends are going to trigger me or they're going through this really big and great launch, or I mean, I might watch it and I congratulate them. Um, but the amount of people I follow now is, is next to none. Like I follow maybe a few people. Um, I really just don't consume the things anymore because I have such a strong belief that I'm good enough that I know what I'm doing. And so once I kind of stop the scroll, as they say, and stop seeking, (laughs) stop seeking answers to things and stop doing this and this training and this and that, and just actually stepped into switching to like my worthiness and my enoughness. And that takes a, that takes a lot of time. Right. Mm -hmm. And that takes clients and practice and that doesn't happen overnight, but it's really, it's really that. And just every time I feel myself slipping there, okay, you know, I'm just going to get off social media for a bit and I'm going to step back into my zone of genius and actually go back to thinking about like what I am good at, what I am skilled at, what I am grateful for. 
Yeah. And I think what's so important to highlight there, and I talk about a lot, is again, we act like we have no control over these things. Or, you know, I don't think it's always conscious, but it's always to me the reminder of like, where is your power? How do you find that? And one of the very easy, real ways you can take your power back is unfollow people that don't make you feel good or get off social media in general. Like these are all things within our control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I think it's also just knowing like the whole point of like what feels good. What are other things in your life that are going to get you in a better state of mind as well? Is it exercising? Is it walking outside? Is it talking to your loved ones? It doesn't have to just be this like whole social media thing either. I think it can be very holistic in terms of like what, what fuels you, like what kind of soothes you, makes you feel great. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like I think about that a lot for me, that's how I manage like bad thought patterns or things that are coming up. It's just like, okay, how can I find a better feeling thought? Maybe it's not like fully where I want to be, but at least like grab for that next one. And I know that that's always within my control to do. Yeah. It's so silly. Like every once in a while, I'm like, Oh, I'm just feeling that right now. (laughs) I'm like, Oh, you know what would actually change it ever so slightly jumping jacks. That'll change it for me. And I just do five jumping jacks. It's like the little things because we can keep letting ourselves spiral and sulk. And there are days for that too. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) But the quicker we can shift our energy, that is the name of the game. Like we're human beings. We're never going to always be positive and always feel good. But like, We have the ability to shift that, like feel into why we're feeling the feels, feel through it, and then just shift out of it. Absolutely. I mean, it's so powerful when we understand like it's all energy and it can be really frustrating if it doesn't like click or make sense to you yet of like really grasping that concept. But I always just encourage people to get really curious of like, is what you're doing working? And if it's not what do you have to lose by like trying on some new thought patterns by trying on like some new ways of looking at the world? Completely agree. Like it's going to be different for everyone. That's why like you can never be really prescriptive and what feels good and aligned right now. And this season may feel horrible in the next few months and that's okay too. Absolutely. Yes. Could not agree more. My name is Jackie Kossoff, and I'm a marketing strategist and success coach. I have uh, two sides to my business, kind of. So I have a marketing agency. I specialize in Facebook ads and sales funnels. And then I also coach uh, fellow entrepreneurs who are building their own marketing agencies. So that's kind of how how it all uh, fits together. And I also love um, love to travel. I love reading, writing, and history. Um, it's like one of my main passions. And yeah, so I just kind of try to. Um, I'm definitely define myself as a multi passionate entrepreneur. And I think that really finding harmony in all the different areas of my life and my interests are um, you know that's that's one of my main. Um, main pursuits, (laughs) I guess you could say. Um, So can you tell us a little bit about comparisonitis and how you have had to walk through some of that in terms of how that's shown up for you? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that comparisonitis is, um, is something that we all go through to, to certain extents. I mean, especially in the online space, (laughs) especially with like, you know, social media as it is. 
Um, I think that for me, it's been an interesting, um, been interesting. I am an Enneagram three. So <laughs> that's like, you know, a high achiever. And uh, one of our like main traits is that we, um, you know, we seek achievement. So we seek and we seek outside recognition for, um, for things. So for instance, if I achieve something and, you know, I don't get outside recognition, like someone from outside externally, um, doesn't, even just one person like say, Oh, wow, that's such a good job. Or like, congratulations. Or like, I'm proud of you or something like that it doesn't feel as much of an achievement to me. So I can feel like so amazingly, you know, like proud. I'll give an example. So I recently um, revamped my website and I literally, I've literally been putting this off for like a year. (laughs) And so I finally revamped my website. I was like so excited and I was like, yes, like I feel so accomplished, but um, I was like, wait, I need, I need to share this. Like I, I literally need to share it with other people so that I can and have someone, at least one person say like, oh my gosh, this looks amazing. Um, you know, so that I can feel like I actually accomplished something. Cause if only I know that I finished my website, then like it wasn't going to really like mean as much to me. And I wasn't going to feel as like fulfilled or rewarded. And so I went into uh, my mastermind group and I just shared with the women that I had finished you know, revamping my website. I'd been putting it off for like a year and, you know, I, I put the link in there and even just getting feedback from like, you know, a, a few of my, you know, close friends, like, you know, in business, like it was just, that was what made me feel like, yes, this is what I accomplished. And I think that for so long, I told myself, um, that that was a bad thing that like, I needed to be able to, um, like reward myself and celebrate myself like only, and that I shouldn't need anything from other people. But I think the thing is, is that it's okay to need support and it's okay to, um, you know, it's, it's okay to do that. And I think I've gone on a little tangent from (laughs) like comparisonitis. So I will get back to that point. Um, but you know, that's just something I really wanted to, I guess, differentiate from, cause you know, there's comparisonitis and then there's like wanting some kind of not validation, but just like support from other people, you know, Mm -hmm. just like, Hey, yes, I see you. I recognize you. And like, I see what you're doing. I like, and that's amazing and keep going and you're awesome. Right. Like there's, um, there's that. (laughs) And, you know, and that is something positive and constructive that we can look to the online space for that we can look to, you know, people on social media for. But I feel like with comparisonitis, what we're talking about is really like toxic comparisonitis. So when we are essentially looking to others and we're like, we need to, or like, I need to be like her, or I need to do what she's doing. And I think that, um, that is, you know, one thing that for me personally, um, uh, has been difficult. And it's also been something that I've seen myself like being able to spot more, uh, more easily. So mm-hmm. in the beginning of my journey, I would sometimes just compare myself to other people. And, you know, especially when I was new, you know, you're just like, Oh my gosh, I'm so new. Like, I don't really know what I'm doing. Like, Oh my God, oh, she knows what she's doing. Let me do what she's doing. Or like, let me try to like take all these pieces from other people and put them into me. But what you know, what I found in my own experience was that that was taking away from my own voice. And that was taking away from me, even just really understanding what I actually believed and what I actually, how I wanted to serve, how I wanted to show up for people. And I don't think, like, I do think that 
it's constructive and positive to learn from other people. So when I am on social media, if I feel myself being like, wow, that is such a good idea. What can I learn from her? Like, what's she doing well? Like, how would I be able to, you know, um, adapt what she's doing and and make it me, right? Like, what's my version of that, that type of thing. Um, When I feel myself doing that, I'm like, you know what, this is a positive um, this positive version of comparisonitis, right? Like this is yeah, like, you know, yeah. kind of how you're comparing yourself to someone so that you can grow so that you can learn from them. Um, and you're also, this is also, you know, one of the main things that I look for when I'm in this state, um, is really just being able to say, wow, like I am so happy for her. I am so proud of her. Like, even if I don't know who this person is, yeah. right? like, I'm just like, I'm just like, yes, like she's doing amazing things and like more power to her. And like, I'm just so grateful that like, I get to, um, you know, experience this small little piece of whatever that is. Right. Um, so I think that that's like positive comparisonitis. And so when I fear, when I fear, when I feel myself doing that, um, I'm fine with that but it's the toxic negative comparisonitis that you need to really, we all need to really just learn how to spot. Um, and personally I found myself being much more aware of this. So like when I'm on social media and when I start feeling any sort of negative feeling, any sort of jealousy, like a, why is she like, Mm. like, you know, why does it seem so easy for her? Or like, you know, like, why is she sharing that she, you know, just so easily made like half a million dollars in a week? Like, you know, like, I'm just like, you know, it's like, why is that? Like, you know, and just like being, um, any sort of negativity, anger, um, frustration or feeling like, you know, um, that kind of comparison, (laughs) right? Like where I'm not using anything to grow or learn or inspire myself. I'm literally just like, draining all of that. Like I'm just taking it and like making it negative. Um, I will stop. I will literally like close out the app. Um, and I I'll, I'll take a step away. I'll just be like, you know what? It's not a good day for social media. <laughs> like, you know, like I won't, I won't even, I won't even continue. I won't even engage. Um, you know, I might not even, I might not post, like I will just, you know, take the time to just, just leave because I'm not in the right mindset. I'm not in the right state to, um, you know, to engage and to be, um, to be a positive voice out there and to use my voice for a, a, in a positive way. And I think that one thing that, um, was really helpful too, for me, um, you know, throughout my journey really was, um, pretty early on, I read, um, and, article, I think it was an article about how, when you are actually like in comparisonitis, when you're comparing yourself to other people, it actually drains your inspiration. Um, Mm -hmm. you literally are not able to, um, uh, to like become inspired. Like even if something were to like hit you (laughs) in the face and be like, Oh, this is inspiration. Like, you know, normally you would just be like, Oh my God, wow, this is amazing. I'm going to go create this. I'm going to do this. Um, it literally puts you in a state where you can't be inspired. You can't create, you will not have like new ideas. Um, and so, and this is like physiological. And so learning that was actually, um, really helpful for me because I was able to tell myself, Hey, you know what? Like when I'm in a state like this, like, it's not just like, you know, not good for my mindset or, you know, whatever. It's actually not good for my business. Like it's actually a a bad business practice (laughs) to get into comparisonitis because I literally will not be able to create or, um, you know, serve in my business in the way in, in, well, in any sort of way, but like in any sort of, you know, constructive uh, way, if I am in 
a state of comparisonitis if I'm constantly comparing myself or, or feeling anything, um, you know, negative toward another person simply because of what they may be um, sharing and how I feel like that is a reflection somehow of me or where I am in my business, right? Exactly. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's just so important for us to be aware of that and be aware that avoid, not avoiding comparisonitis, but being able to spot comparisonitis and then choose not (laughs) to engage in comparisonitis, like the toxic kind. Um, That's actually like a business decision that you're making. That's actually something that's going to help your business. And I think that, you know, we should all as CEOs really start seeing it that way. And really just consciously um, be more intentional about our social media practices or wherever it is that you are experiencing comparisonitis in your life. Um, You know, just because we have a responsibility not only to ourselves and our businesses and our clients, um, you know, but I mean, in a sense to the world at large, right, to fulfill our purpose. And if we're constantly comparing ourselves in a negative manner to other people and having that make us feel less than and, and having that drain our power, then we're not going to be able to do that. Yeah. Well, and I think it, it's always rooted in something else, which is exactly what you're saying. Right. And I think oftentimes it's rooted in not enoughness and feeling like Mm -hmm. there's something missing that someone else, Mm -hmm. again, perpetuating that that, the belief and the secret, like someone else has this secret that we don't know. And if I just Mm -hmm. knew what they knew. And so when we're on that hamster wheel, it obviously is like exactly what you're saying. We're unable to create, we're unable to serve, we're unable to experience joy and happiness for that other person. Mm-hmm. And so I love that. I, I do the same. It's like, shut it down whenever that shows up, because I also think it's going to show up at different times. It might not be as prevalent anymore. And I, I think the beginning of your business is oftentimes where it is the most prevalent because you do feel like, I don't know what I'm doing. Everyone else knows what they're doing, what is wrong mm-hmm. with me or whatever the thoughts are that's swirling around in our brains. Um, but it doesn't mean it's not going to show back up at some point. And it also doesn't mean something's wrong with you. If you have a moment of comparing, it's just exactly what you're saying, like recognizing it, knowing how to catch it faster and then taking a different action. So you don't go down that spiral. Mm -hmm. And I also want to add one other thing. Everything you said was great, but I just, it made me remember. I was like, Oh wait, (laughs) another point. Um, so another thing is too, is to also ask yourself as you're in this state of comparisonitis, um, is what she has really what I want? Mm. Because I think that it's also so important and has been so incredibly like transformational for me to really just understand that a lot of times, some of the things that we are comparing ourselves to or our businesses to, we don't even really want, Mm. right? Like it looks nice and it looks like beautiful and shiny and it's wrapped in a beautiful, you know, package. but it's not really something that, you know, we genuinely necessarily desire. Right. Yeah. And so I think this is something that's really, um, you know, been, you know, it's been so transformative for me, you know, because I used to, you know, look at all the amazing, you know, like, uh, like, like photographs and, you know, Instagram posts, you know, of like, you know, entrepreneurs and on these, in these mansions or like in these, like, you know, like private jets and, you know, and things like that. And, you know, when I 
you know, sat back and I was like, is this actually like what I really want? Um, cause I used to get so jealous. Like I used to get so envious and I was just like, Oh, like, you know, like when I'm like, when I'm that successful, like, <laughs> you know, that's when mm-hmm. like, you know, I'll like know that I've made it. But you know, when I started asking myself, I was like, you know, I, I never really wanted like a huge you know, mansion or, you know, anything like that. I would like, that's just not, I actually want to have multiple properties in different places that are smaller. And like, you know, I don't necessarily want to fly on a private jet because I actually really like people. So I would much prefer to be on a commercial plane, even if I'm just like, you know, in first class or something like, so just understanding like those things about ourselves also really helps because now whenever I see like, you know, a post like that, I can be like, you know what, that is awesome. I am so glad. I'm so happy for this person that she was able to afford her dream house. Or like, I am so happy that like, you know, she's able to charter private jets, like, you know, whenever she wants to, you know, go to different places around the world. Because I understand, like, you know, just because that's, like, that's just not necessarily something that I desire. And maybe I'll desire it later. Like, you know, maybe a year from now I'll be like, yes, like my absolute dream (laughs) is to, you know, travel on a private jet. Like, and that's great. But like for now, I'm totally fine with, you know, not having that be like in the cards for me. And so I just think it's so important for us to really understand when we're looking at other people is what they have really what we want. Mm. Right. And this can go into our businesses too, like for, um, like for what type of business you have. So for instance, um, like last year I was like two of the major like mentors who have taught me so much, um, you know, just about business in general, but you know, two of the major mentors that I was following and working with in, um, in their courses, they are course creators and they just create courses and they're all about courses and marketing courses and doing things with courses. And, um, you know, building your business through launches and things like that. And that's all great. And that's all wonderful. And, you know, I help clients with that on the marketing side. Um, but when I really sat back and thought about, wait, like what kind of business am I growing? Um, what offers do I want to have in my business? I don't necessarily just want to be a course creator. Like that's not what I want to do in business. Right. So if I'm just constantly comparing myself to these business owners who have built their entire business off of courses, Um, And then thinking like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with my business? Well, it's because I'm comparing myself to somebody who doesn't have the same business as I do. Right. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, Facebook comparing themselves to like Coca-Cola. Like, it's just like not, it's like totally different. Like, why would they do that? It doesn't make any sense. And so I think that, you know, for, for us, especially in the comparisonitis, um, you know, category or as long as we're talking about it, like we need to understand, like when we're comparing ourselves to other people is what they have really what we want. Like, is that I really what that. we want our future? Mm-hmm. I love that so much. Cause I think it's so important and it's so easy to get distracted and mm-hmm. forget that. So I think that's a critical point. I love that you said that. Hi, my name is Yael Bendahan. I am, um, a digital marketing and visibility coach. And I am a mom of four boys with, at the moment of this recording, um, another kid on the way in about six weeks. So my life is pretty, pretty busy. And I actually started my business about three and a half years ago when my youngest was about one. So I've never not been a mom and been a business owner, basically. 
which meant that I have to I had to learn very early on how to balance out that whole the whole like juggling work at home mom situation. Um, so I started off actually as doing blogging um, because I thought that that was like the golden ticket to like making money online, and then realizing very soon that the golden ticket might be a very, very long, long yellow brick road. And um, I'm totally mixing metaphors here. But um, I eventually became a virtual assistant and then started moving. I just, I loved, I realized I love the marketing stuff a lot. So I started doing social media and then ads and then funnels. And then um, really my favorite part is the strategizing and the coaching and helping people just kind of like cut through their crap. I think a lot of times comparisonitis shows up more so in the beginning of our businesses, when we feel like we have no idea what we're doing, everyone else looks like they know all the secrets and we're just on social media seeing the highlight reel and we're stuck in comparing our lack of results to everybody else's success. Yeah, for sure. And I actually think for me, it actually happened more later. Cause when I was at the mm. beginning, beginning, I was like, well, I'm a beginner. Like, what do I know? Right. So I, mm. I like, I, I was like, well, of course they're doing better than me because they are, they're already in here. They already, they've already, been doing this kind of thing, you know, for a while. And I think that this actually happens a little bit later because often like, um, I mean, this has happened to me a lot. Okay. So like, let's say me and someone else have started in the online space around the same time and either like, I'm like way ahead of them or they were ahead of me. And I'm just like, Oh my God, like, you know, and like, and it can actually, it can feel like, like, that's not fair. Like, you know, I've been working so hard and you know, why, why are they like whatever five steps ahead or like where I want to be already. and, And I'm not there yet. Right. And so it's almost like, once you've done, it almost feels worse because at the beginning you expect not to be mm-hmm. where everyone else is, right? So like, cause you're the beginner, but then when you, you know, as you get into it and you've been doing the work and sometimes it feels like, you know, you're working and working and things aren't like just exploding for you. Like everyone promises, right? Everyone's like, just all you need to do is just this thing. And then like, and, you, and then you'll be, you know, everything will be great. And then you keep trying and trying. And then when you see people around you and they seem to be doing the same things as you, but they're like succeeding, that's when like the comparison is really, really kicks in. Cause you're like, you know, what's, what is it about me? What makes me, you know, like, why am I not good enough? And that's like, those are like all those thoughts that like, I think it's like, it's definitely something I struggle with a lot. Um, especially because I am like, I'm a firstborn, like very type A, very like overachieving sort of person. So like I always, you know, and I'm, I'm a three in the Enneagram. So I'm like very much like the achiever. Like I need to be like going, going, going and like always getting, you know, getting in front, you know, and I'm very like competitive even with myself. I mean, like when I was in, when I was in boarding school for a while, like, I used to like, <laughs> I, used, I said to my mom as a joke, I'm like, it's a good thing I like food so much. Otherwise I might've become anorexic. But my way of controlling my situation, cause I wasn't really happy to be in that boarding school was like waking up earlier and earlier and earlier. I'm like, if I can't control anything else in my life, I can wake up early. You know, I can wake up like earlier than I did yesterday. Right. So I, I can, I even compete like with my, with my own, like my own, self. So it can, it can definitely, definitely, definitely be more struggle like for people who are more competitive and like see that as like, well, if they're winning, does that mean I'm losing, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other hand, like, I really do feel like we each have our own, we each have our own kind of journey. Like I said, like before, like when, that we needed to go through, you know, I know like if I, you know, I started my business, when my baby was one and he was still pretty young you know, and I, I, and my oldest was, I guess, seven. Right. So like, 
Now they're all, all you know, they're, they're older and a lot more self-sufficient and everything. And now I'm about to start all over again with another baby, you know? And like, honestly, like even now, like I'm, I was a little bit nervous. I'm like, I've never actually had a baby and, you know, a little baby in a business at the same time. Like what, mm-hmm. what, what is that going to do for me? Right. Mm-hmm. So on the other hand, comparisonitis can be good in not comparisonitis in that sense, but looking at other people and going, almost like looking for evidence. It's like, oh, she had a baby and yeah. her business kept going. Right. So I think that like, if you reframe it as, not like why her and not me, but you can turn into like, well, why not? Like why her and why not me? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like if she can do it, why can't I do it too? There's no reason, you know, like that there's nothing different, you know, like if I'm, if I'm willing to like, you know, keep going, keep going. Like it's just, everyone's, everyone's story is different, you know? And I really do feel like, like I said, like every, things are meant to happen in a certain way. And I, I do feel like that the unique challenges and experiences that I've had as a business owner have, um, have like shaped me into the kind of person who can understand where my clients are coming from and, you know, and sympathize a lot. And, you know, when we're going through this whole coronavirus thing and we're all stuck at home with our kids, you know, um, and I kept showing up, people were like, wow, like, well, if you can do it, then I can do it too. Right. So it's not like, oh my gosh, it's so unfair. Why is she just showing up all the time? And, you know, and, and, and I can't, and I feel like things are falling apart. And I was very open about like how hard things were. Like I was like, I've had, I, I, I had a breakdown at least once a day during this whole quarantine, you know, I have four boys, you know, yeah. thank God we have a garden. Um, but we live in an apartment and we did have, we do have a garden, which is like a godsend, but it's still like, they were sick of each other's faces after a couple of weeks, you know, cause they just wanted their friends and they just wanted to be out. And, um, and I was like, it was right before Passover. So I was trying to get ready for Passover. I'm like, I was super like anemic and I was doing the launch at the same time. This is, this is all happening at the same time. And I don't know, like it was, it was, not great timing, but it just happened to be that way. And, and I was like, and I just kept showing up for that, for this launch. And I was like, I'm just going to keep, you know, I'm, I'm already in it. I got to keep going. And I think that that actually, um, I don't want to be like, Oh, I'm inspired people. But like, I think it did like inspire people to be like, well, she managed to do that. And that was really hard. That looked like that was not easy for her. And so therefore like I can push myself a little further. I can, I can, you know, do a little more. Because like, if you can do it, I can do it kind of thing. So I think that that's a better way to look at it. Not like, like you said, like, why not, why not, why her and not me, but more yep. like, why not me? Yeah. Right? I, and then, I love that because it's exactly that evidence piece, right? Our brain always wants evidence. And so if we're able to just take that mindset shift of right. exactly what you're saying, like that to me is always the golden ticket. Like use other people as an example of what's possible for you, not as this competition of like, there's not enough to go around, you know? And again, that's also the mindset piece always of like, what do we believe? Like, do we think there's a lack or do we think there's an abundance of people and resources and clients and money? And, you know, we could go on and on down that rabbit hole, but it is so true. It's just like, but it can be really hard when you're in it like to remember sure. those sure. things. For sure. I mean, one of my coaches said, like she, I remember one of my coaches was saying like, like, you know, when you're trying to like, when, when you want, when you have these dreams, so look for evidence in yourself. Even if it's not evidence that it's like, I've made $50,000 a month, but like when you, you know, when did you do something? Like, when did you do something that you thought you couldn't do? Yep. You know, like when did you accomplish something that you thought you would never be able to accomplish? Right. And he goes, and if you cannot find evidence in yourself then go and look for other people, be like, Oh, she has that. And she has that kind of business. And that's the kind of business I want to have. And you know, there's no reason I cannot have the same kind of, you know, like it's like, and that is, it's so powerful because like you said, like it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a brain, it's a brain trick, 
right? Like mm-hmm. for people who are like, well, I need to see it to believe it. And I'm very much like that. Like, I remember saying to um, Lacey, because you know, I'm, Lacey's my coach currently, right? Like Lacey Sites. And I was like saying to her, like, like, like frustration. I'm like, oh my God, is this like Peter Pan? Like, do I have to like believe in fairies before like, you know, <laughs> to keep them alive? <laughs> you know, like, and she was like, yeah, <laughs> you do. <laughs> I was like, dang it. <laughs> It's so true though, right? It's like so frustrating, but it's also the hack. Like mindset is the hack and it's going, okay, how do we step into that belief first? And then the results show up, then the things we want, but we are so trained and conditioned to believe the reverse and have right, been like, I'll wait, wait until you see it and then you believe it. Right. Yep. Exactly. So that's, that's the thing. That's why the evidence works is like, like I said, the evidence is the hack because you know, you're like tricking your brain into like, in like seeing it and therefore you will believe it. Right. In a way. Um, whereas it can be, it cannot, it, it, it's really hard and I'm still working on it. I'm saying it's, I'm not like perfect at it yet. You know, believing it before I see it, I'm a very like logical sort of like, okay, you know, show me the, show me the evidence, you know, um, like, cause I'm, I'm, I'm Jewish, right. I'm Orthodox Jew. And we're very much like, we ask questions. Like we will ask questions <laughs> until like, the cows come home, you know, like, and, and it's, it, and that's like, it's a good thing. Right. Cause we're invited. I'm saying in our religion, we're invited to ask questions, like ask questions and let's say, let's get them answered. Right. Um, but that, that same trait also is like, yeah. So it turns me like the, yeah, but okay, fine. But, but okay. But okay. But you know, and, and like clarify, 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 clarify until like, I can like get to the bottom of this. So like I said, like that, that hack of like, you know, when I was doing it, I was like, really like all these people just succeeding, you know? And, and, and the sad thing is, I mean, this is like a sad thing in our, in our, in our, in our industry as well as coaches, but there are a lot of coaches who are real phonies and who copy everyone else's stuff and who charge a lot of money and don't help their clients at all. And I know this sadly because I've spoken to their clients afterwards, you know, and it's really, it's really hard because, um, you know, the same goes for service providers as well. There's service providers who like totally suck and don't deliver. And then the next person they go to has to deal with that level of like that lack of trust that now that they've been engendered in this person who's like, oh, you know, I don't know if I can trust anyone to, you know, help me or pay them or whatever. Um, but the point is there are all these like real like jerks out there making a lot of money. So like, I'm a good person. Like, why wouldn't I make money? Like, I'm like, like, you know, like if they can make money, like, why can't I make money with the amazing tools that I already have? You know, like taking that as well. Like there are so many like undeserving people who are still managing to just like go out there. And I mean, their, their, their methods are wrong, you know, but like, if they're able to do this from a place of like non-authenticity, and if you're coming from this authentic place, you will, that, that's going to show, that's going to come through, right? Eventually the, the fake, the fake is also going to come through and people are going to see right through them. But like you being the person you are, and that's like really, that's what's really important to me too. Like it was very hard for me because I also like to be seen as perfect because I'm a firstborn and an achiever. And I like people to just think that I've, I have it all together, you know? And yeah. I had to like, be like, no, like I don't have it all together all the time, but that's okay because no one, no one has it all together all the time. And you know, and that comforts people because it's not like, oh, you know, like it's all fun and unicorns and rainbows and, you know, all you need to do is just a thing and then you're going to have, you know, all the money. It, there's, it's a process. It's a process for everyone. Everyone has their own. And um, you don't know the process other people went through as well, right? Like you can't, that's another thing. You, you really can't know what other people have gone through in order to get to where they are now. 
So yep. it's it's hard to compare because you are you are coming from two completely different places. Like you know your your situation, your personality, your um, you know relationships, like all that kind of stuff, are nothing like theirs. So you really don't know. You know. You know you you can't you can't judge because they you know they might have had it easier. They you know and also I I I think for people as well with kids it can also be very like stressful, you know, like it's, you know, you kind of, kids can be very like non-conducive to productivity, you know, um, as a, as a, as a general rule, so, <laughs> um, you know, they're, they're really not terribly convenient little beings to us uh, to have around when you're trying to get things done. Um, but what I learned, you know, what I learned during this coronavirus time is that I actually can get a lot done in a lot less time than I thought. Cause mm. before they were all in school, they had all, I had the whole morning and then I had like two hours a day, three hours a day max, maybe if I was lucky to get work done. And I was like, oh, I can actually get a lot done in two or three hours a day. Yeah. You know, how interesting. Right. So, you know, this is actually, I found it like in a way, I mean, obviously like this is horrible and it's crazy and all the deaths that are happening are awful. But like people are looking at this, it's like, this is the worst thing could have possibly happened to my business. And I was like, it wasn't actually the worst thing that could have happened to my business because um, I learned you know, I think when you go through hard things, you learn what you're capable of. And that's really powerful too. So like I said, you don't know what other people have gone through. Other people are not going through what you're going through. So it's really, really hard to compare unless you're the exact, exact, exact same person, which you're not. Well, exactly. I mean, we never ever will be in anyone else's shoes, right? Even the person closest to us, we will never fully understand their experience because we'll never exactly. live in their body. And I think that yeah. the more we love and accept ourselves, the more we're able to tune out the voice that wants to compare. Like it might still show up, but it's right. really embracing like where we are. And as we can lean into that, like it gets easier and it gets better. And then exactly what you're saying, like we get to use it as like, okay, so if I want to take my business to the next level and somebody out there is doing it, who has four kids and is pregnant. Okay. There is evidence. This is absolutely possible. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. And I think that also, um, I think that it's not like getting past it as like, I will never compare myself again. But it's how quickly you can just turn it off and be like, no, yep. you know, because yep. it's like we're, we're human. Those thoughts are going to come. Of it's like it's actually it's it's a survival instinct, you know. Like we need to like see what's around us and like kind of judge like what's going on in order to like really like assess the situation, you know, <laughs> in a way, yeah, um, right. Because like as like for a survival tactic, right. So that's fine. But then it's not. It's the, the question is, are we going to let it like kind of derail us and like hold us back and like, let it, you know, we'll stew about it for days and days and days. Or we can just be like, okay, she did it. I can do it. Let's do it. I'm like, how can I do it? You know, and turning the, turning the like, why not? into like, how can I, you know, instead of just kind of sitting in there. Cause I mean, I'm not, I I tend to bounce back from things pretty quickly, but like, I I, I think like an hour or two to like sit and just be like, God, this sucks. You know, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. go to bed, like, you know, and then wake up in the morning and I'm like, okay, let's, you know, next and then keep going, right? Yep, absolutely. So my name is Lauren Najar, and I am a business coach. I am in Chicago, and I help women entrepreneurs uh, grow their businesses from inconsistent clients to making that consistent, wonderful $5,000 months in their business. 
Love it. Thanks so much for being here. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So first thing I want to dive into is talking about this really prevalent thing in the online space, which is comparisonitis. Yes. (laughs) Especially with social media and everyone seeing a highlight reel versus the whole story. So I would love if you could tell us a little bit about how this has shown up for you. Yes. So I started my business around, it was almost two years ago now. Um, So I've almost been two years in business. And I think that's the word that just haunts all new entrepreneurs Hmm. Um, in the sense of it's so easy that, you know, you want to engage on social media and you want to, you know, be part of a community and find your community. So it's so easy to consume all of this content. And so many people are just so willing to share their, um, their wins, their money amounts, their whatever, how many clients they're signing, because it's so easy to do that. Because of course people want to share that. Of course people want to share the good, the good things. So, you know, I, I was big on looking at certain entrepreneurs and thinking like, oh, well, you know, they have a professional, you know, professional pictures and they have professional website and they have all of these great things. You know, they must be making more money than me. You know, I need to have that, right? Like all of that means more money. And so I quickly went into this like mindset spin of, well, I don't have a website, so I'm not real. Or I don't have a professional photo shoot yet. So that means I'm not legit. Um, you know, that to me at first, like I thought I needed all of that. And that equally, like that equaled money for me. Mm, yeah. And it's, it's just so fascinating, right? When we can get really objective about our brains of where mm-hmm. they go versus like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Just being like, huh, this is interesting. Yeah. I wonder what's going on here and what's underneath. And, you know, I think that that is such a skill that a lot of us have to learn. It's not something Mm -hmm. that we're like taught um, in terms of how to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think when it comes to the online space in particular, like exactly what you said, everyone's sharing their wins. We're marketing because we have to market in terms of how (laughs) to run a business, but it can really, really mess with your brain if you're not in a good mental space. 100%. And, you know, I think, and I don't think it's a bad thing you know, first, like you want to do well, you want to do better, you want to have all of these great things. But I also think that when you're new, and you're doing something completely that you've never done before, that's going to be so easy to compare yourself to others, right? Like, am I doing it right? Am I supposed to be doing this? What am I supposed to be doing? And so right out of the gate, we're already at that comparisonitis stage. Well, we're already there. And it takes so much for us to retrain our brains because I mean a lot of us have not been in the social media space for business related activities ever in our lives like this is the first time right like so it's a new world it's new navigation like it's different when we can walk down a street and see like the great businesses or the businesses that look run down right like it's so easy to tell but here on social media you can lie (laughs) you can you can create these wonderful graphics and you can create 
all of these things because it's so hard to tell what's actually behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's so cool now, right. To look and be like, Hmm, okay. How can I use this as either evidence for my brain of what's possible? If I'm going like, Oh my gosh, how did they do that? Um, or to me, it's also like, how do I play with it in my brain of like, okay, this person had this kind of result. Like, does it actually matter in terms of what I'm doing and the people I'm here to serve? No. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I like that you said, especially in the beginning, because I think that is true for almost everyone I talk to like this, not to say it can't show up and continue to show up throughout like right. different mm-hmm. stages of online entrepreneurship. But in the beginning, I find is when it's the most prevalent for people. And so the faster you can understand that like it happens for everyone, it's okay, but figuring out like, what do you need to do to make sure you're not in that like negative comparison place? Because I think comparison in a like what's possible place is great, Mm -hmm. but it's when it's that like negative, something's wrong with me, I'm not doing it right, like whatever those mindset things are that then come up. Definitely. And it's, it's always coming from, um, like we hear it all the time. I think as we get into our businesses, a place of lack, like coming from a place of, Oh, I don't have this. Mm -hmm. And we get caught up in that again. So early on. And I, and like you said too, like even as our businesses go up and we have success or we sign clients and maybe we do have that fancy website now, but I think for a lot of us, including me, I'm guilty of this is I'm focusing on, okay, well now I want this and now I want to hire this person and now I want this. And I think at every level, you're always going to have that comparisonitis, but it's just like you said, how we train our minds to now come back and center ourselves and like, okay, like what do I have? What am I doing right? What has gotten me this far already? Like clearly I have some other tools in my toolbox that other people don't have. Yeah. I love that because it is remembering like our gifts and what we're here to do. And that can be so easy to lose (laughs) sight of. But to me, it's like, okay, do you need to go on a content cleanse? Do you need to, you know, only show up at these times? Like the practical things can really be helpful to set yourself up for success if you're struggling a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. especially if you're early on because, um, you don't have the evidence for your brain yet of what's possible Mm -hmm. for you. And it's cool to borrow everyone's evidence, but if it's leading you to feel shitty about yourself, like not the result we're going for. I love how you said borrow someone's evidence because that's so true. And I think that when you know, I've always trusted like my gut as far as if I could trust a person or not, or if I knew I was going to get along with them. So I think finding also mentors very early on that I identified as, and they were, and I knew that I wanted that transparency. Like I needed to see the back end of how everything was working. And that's just, that's me personally, but I love the mentors that I've, that I've hired so far because those are the transparent mentors, right? Like those are the people telling me, yes, I had a $30,000 launch, but it cost me $30,000 to to put on that launch. So it's, you know, of course you want to celebrate those things. Like that is amazing. But I also love the transparency and I aligned myself very early on 
with those mentors that were going to tell me like it is and not give me fluff and not give me all of the magical unicorn things that supposedly happen. I, so I think that's another piece of advice is like, try to align yourself with someone who's not going to like beat around the bush and like hide things from you, I guess you could say, or like hide their behind the scenes. Like if they truly want success for you, I think that with mentors, they're going to tell you exactly how everything works. Mm, Yeah. I think it's so important that we absolutely find people kind of what I hear and what you're saying is like that are aligned with your values and that Mm -hmm. share um, some type of same belief system as you do in terms of like the online space and what the day in and day out, so to speak of the back end looks like versus just the front end highlight reel. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So can you, um, tell us if there was a point that you felt like it got easier to stop comparing or if you remember? I think that, you know, I had, booked out my one-on-ones very early on in my business. So like within two months, I sold out my one-on-one spots. And when I did that, it was messy. I didn't have a website. You know, I didn't have all of these things. Granted, my mentor told me I didn't need any of those things at the time, which, you know, I aligned with her very well. But I think that as you go through business, the comparisonitis gets less and less. You realize what the bullshit is. You realize what people are. And I guess now, like being two years in this space, I can tell when content looks with, like I can tell when content has conviction. I can tell when content is, is great and like powerful and I can feel the energy behind it versus, you know, fluff. Right. Like, I think there's a difference there. So I, and honestly, I think, you know, as I went through business in the first few months of my business, that's when I realized that nothing is as it seems, right? Like you have to take everything you see on social media with a grain of salt. But also I think I would encourage people. And I I had to do this is like, we, I think as people, even outside of this entrepreneurial space, I think that you know, we see all the highlights from the people we know in person, right? Like we see, oh, like this person's getting married. They just bought a new car. They just bought a new house. But again, these people aren't going to be posting their drama for the the most part, right? Like they're not, most people don't do that. Some people do. But I think that we have to also translate that from real world into this business because guess what? Social media is social media. We want to do the highlight reel. We want to share all the great things. So I think just take, take what you already know, right? Like take, you've, you've been on Facebook for probably 10 years or, or eight years, something along those lines. Take what you already know. You already know if social media is a highlight reel, put it to your business. So I think that's my biggest piece of advice. Mm, I love that. And it's so true. So, so true. Such a good episode. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for being here. So one thing I want to highlight super quickly is just the reality that there is not a human alive that does not struggle with this. And some of us struggle with this more than others, and that's okay. Uh, But I just... 
do not believe anyone that says they don't compare because it's just natural in human nature to compare. But it's what are we going to do with it? Are we going to drop it? Are we going to make it mean something about us? Are we going to allow our thoughts to consume us if we have compared? Or are we going to step back into our power and decide who we're going to be in this world and show up in a place of service and to give and to live our lives on purpose. And so I hope that these women have really highlighted for you that comparing is okay and there's nothing wrong with it. And we don't have to make it mean anything about ourselves unless we choose to. So my reminder, my encouragement to myself, to my clients, to this world is to drop the thoughts that are not serving you and decide who you get to be. Step back into your power and get out there because the world needs more women living lives on purpose that are full of impact and income in lives that we love. So please, please leave us a review if you have not. And if you have not booked your free call with me, I would absolutely love to serve you in that way. So head on over to my website at setyourselffreellc.com. Grab a call and we will dive in. See you next week. Can't wait. Thank you so much for listening to the Set Yourself Free podcast and supporting me and these incredible guests. Make sure you are subscribed so that you never miss an episode. Will you also do me a quick favor and go leave us a review and rating so that more people can easily find the show. Each month, I will be picking a reviewer to give a free session to as a thank you. And if you know someone that could benefit from this show, please share it with them. One thing I know for certain in this lifetime is that we need more women living lives of freedom and impact. Can't wait to see you next week.